welcome to the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every week I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two moms parent in the same way, and we should celebrate that and learn from one another. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today, and if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. Hello, everybody. You guys, I have the most fantastic episode for you today. I'm so excited. My guest is Christy Wright. She has worked with Ramsey Solutions for years. She is founder of The Business Boutique. She is a powerhouse of a woman, and she's also an extraordinary mom. And that is why I'm so excited to be chatting with her today about her motherhood journey and her new book, Take Back Your Time. Allie's episode last week all about decluttering was a great companion piece to this episode because today we're taking a deeper look at rhythms and systems involving your time and your energy and how you're allotting your space in those areas so that you can make the most of how you spend your time and you will not burn out. Exhaustion is a big buzzword and it feels like we are all suffering from that to some degree and that is no way to live, and it's certainly not sustainable. So today, Christy is chatting all about her motherhood journey and about how you can practically take back your time. So let's get to my conversation with Christy Wright. All right, I'm so honored to be chatting with Christy Wright today. Hi, Christy. Hey, Jessica, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. I have been listening to you on the Business Boutique for so long now, so this is like truly a dream come true. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. Where am I speaking to you from? Nashville, Tennessee. All right. It is 6.30 in the morning here in California. So uh, my my husband... Thank you for waking up so early for me. You bet. My husband's like, you must have a really good interview this morning. I'm like, I do. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, for people that don't know you yet, Christy, we just give a little background on yourself and your family. Sure. Yeah, I am a certified business coach and I've spent the last really, I don't know, five to eight years helping women start businesses. So side business, small business, home-based business, that type of thing. And um, I guess about a year ago, um, I really started feeling the urge to expand beyond that and help people in more ways than just business. And the market was kind of asking for that. I had people come to my events, come to, you know, listen to the podcast, the Business Boutique podcast at the time and read my Business Boutique book. And they didn't have businesses and didn't want them. And mm. so I thought, wow, there's a real need here. And um, and so for me, I, I you know, I, I prayed about it and felt like that's what we were supposed to do. So we changed last year to the Christy Wright Show. I put out a devotional last fall. And then um, my new book is really the first real book, if you will, in this new space of personal development and faith. And uh, And it's just one of those things where I think that it's kind of a, we're all constantly evolving and responding to the market. And so this is kind of a, a product of that. That's exactly right. And the people listening to this podcast, mo- probably most of them are not business owners or entrepreneurs or things right. like that. But you're so right that the principles of business and really the many hats you have to wear as a mom exactly correspond to the many hats you have to wear as a business owner. And so those same tips for productivity and time management and and even just, you know, balance, you know, with that buzzer, we're going to talk about that word, whether that fits or not, that absolutely still applies to women everywhere. Well, and I noticed too, I feel like that um, all of the like content that I had on my heart to share with the world and things I was learning in my life and learning from other people and um, living out, 
I was putting through a business filter, but I didn't have to. Hmm. And so now that we've kind of taken that filter off, um, I just feel so much more free to talk about time management, life balance, fear, confidence, relationships, faith, all of that. And so um, it's opened up a whole new world in that in that sense. But it's cool because when I look back, one of my very first speaking events I was ever booked for 10, 11 years ago uh, was on life balance. And so this message has been in me uh, for a really long time. So that's what makes this that much more exciting. Hey, everyone. I wanted to jump in real quick and thank a show sponsor, and that is ZocDoc. Just like many of you, I have avoided going to the doctor as much as I could during the last year, during the pandemic. And I skipped normal things like my physical, my dental cleanings. And you guys, I had three cavities when I finally went back. And now that everything's opening up, it's time to make those critical appointments so you can take good care of yourself. That's why I want you to know about ZocDoc. Just download the free ZocDoc app, and it's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person and video chat. You never have to wait on hold again. It is so awesome, and they have solved so many of the common problems when it comes to taking care of your physical health. If you go to ZocDoc.com EEP and download the ZocDoc app, you can sign up for free, and it is so amazing. Every month, millions of people are using ZocDoc, and I am one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor, and getting the reviews and patient testimonials is such a great way to find somebody new, especially if you're new to the area or looking for a new specialist. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash EEP and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's ZocDoc.com slash EEP. Don't wait one more second to take care of your precious health. Now let's keep going with Christy. I was listening to a podcast yesterday with the founder of It Cosmetics, and she was talking yeah, about Jackie Kern Lima. Yes, she's awesome. She's so amazing, and I had never really heard her full story before. But hearing about how she got so many no's early on in her business, and just simply saying like nobody's going to buy from you or nobody's going to you know buy based on pictures of real women, and this was you know six, seven, eight years ago only. <laughs> it seems such a mm-hmm. short, short time. It's like. I feel like we're in a in a time and space where people are getting so much more permission to just pursue life, pursue business, pursue whatever in the way that they feel to show up authentically. Are you kind of seeing that shift as well? And this kind of fits in too. Yeah, it's interesting because I know your audience is um, primarily moms. And what's interesting is there's such a awesome but really difficult dynamic about being a mom. I have three young kids, six, four, and one. Mm. And so I'm in the trenches of, of littles. And I think one of the things that's so difficult is when you become a mom, uh, it is so easy to fade into the background in your own life where you lose yourself and you look up one day and you are drowning in diapers and dishes and you don't even know who you are anymore. And that is so common. It is so normal. And so I think that one of the things that's been part of my heart over the last 10 years, whether it's in business or personal development, is to help women get back to themselves, to help women find outlets that make them come alive and love who they are and love their life, even in the midst of a crazy season with kids. And, um, and so when I look back, so much of that was the heart behind Business Boutique. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the tagline is equipping women to make money doing what they love. I want to help you figure out what you love to do 
and spend time on it and make money doing it. That was Business Boutique. And then and then you look at last October, I released a devotional called Living True, 40 Days to Get Back to You. So it's like, okay, let's get back to you, who you are. And then now this new book is on life balance and time management. There's such a thread there, right? Yeah. Like there's such a thread of helping people get back to themselves, helping people have uh, a, a stronger sense of who they are and the life that they want to lead, even if you have little kids that are screaming at you for snacks <laughs> from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes. So I just think it's just, I guess maybe because I'm in that, um, I relate to that. I need that for myself, and I want to I want to be able to share that hope with others in whatever way possible. Yes. Well, and your title, Take Back Your Time, there's moms listening with toddlers, and I'm sure you probably felt the same way, like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great title. Like, I uh, have plenty of time to give myself. No problem, right? But the time is there. It's really just how it's spent, right? Like that's, right. that's the thing, but it's, it's tricky in different seasons. It can be. Well, it is. It's such a struggle because time is so finite, but we also have this deep desire to feel good about how we spend our time. And we almost never do for some reason. Um, you know, when I travel all over the country, everywhere that I go, I'm asked the same question. How do you balance it all? How do you balance it all? Whether it's a full-time job, a part-time job, a business, all your responsibilities, how, how do you balance it all? And I think that sometimes we don't even know what we mean by that. Hmm. We don't even know what balance is. We just know we don't have it. And so it becomes this moving target. It becomes this shadow that haunts us. And we, you know, most of our days are filled with guilt of, you know, I'm failing here, I'm failing there. And so that's the reason when I wrote this book, this is not a productivity book. This is not a book about how to multitask and be more efficient. It's not that because I don't believe that's the solution to our, our, the cry of our hearts for this idea of balance. I think we're actually asking a different question. I think what we're really asking is how can I feel peace even in the chaos? How can I be proud of how I spend my time? How can I be happy in my life and confident in my choices when I say yes or no? How can I feel good about that? And, and I think that, if we can dig to the deeper issues going on below the surface of time management and we solve it there, then that problem doesn't keep creeping up like it is right now, where no matter what we do, we feel like we're doing the wrong thing. And no matter how we spend our time, we feel out of balance. And so um, that's the reason I wanted to re reclaim this word. And I love the subtitle of this book. I'm just like so excited about it because it's so accurate. It's the guilt-free guide to life balance. Because I think guilt is such a big piece of how we feel about how we spend our time. And certainly as moms, oh my gosh, it's like your baby comes to the world and with that baby comes guilt. <laughs> so exactly. I wanted to help women and men, but specifically even women, uh, really figure out how to shake the guilt and be proud of how they spend their time. Right. And as I was thinking about this, Christy, I was thinking about how so many times the answer that we prescribe for our own guilt is by adding more into our life, like doing more, yeah. signing up for more things, being more present, more, 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 right? But I think if the quarantine has taught me and, you know, a lot of the people that I've talked to anything, it's that when you strip away the things that you think the world demands, you can, you find out, you can be very mindful about what you added. And it's not about chalking your schedule full. It's not about filling every minute. It's about choosing what you're adding in. And sometimes it's about eliminating and sometimes it's about adding, but that's not where the balance comes. It's not just, you know, an addition or subtraction problem, is it? 
No, it's really interesting because um, I have tried that. I have tried yeah. just cranking up the speed on the treadmill and doing more. Sometimes it's out of guilt. Sometimes it's out of desire. I have a lot of interest. I want to do a lot of things. All these ideas seem like good ideas. I want to do all these ideas. And I think what is so um, discouraging is I wake up earlier, stay up later, run harder and faster in between, and I don't feel any more balance. Mm. I just feel exhausted. But the guilt that nagged at me before I started running harder is still there. And so I think that we have deeper issues going on. And so really what I try to do in this book is redefine life balance. Because I think we tend to think of life balance as I'm going to do everything for an equal amount of time. I'm going to have, you know, this much quiet time, this much time with my spouse, and this much time with my kids, and this much time working out, and this much. And that's not realistic, and it's not even desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started looking at this it, this idea of life balance. Okay, well, if it's not that, if it's not doing everything for an equal amount of time, which I don't believe it is because we can do that and still feel out of balance, then what is it? Mm-hmm. And I came to a new definition, which is really the thesis of the entire book. And that is that life balance isn't doing everything for an equal amount of time. It's about doing the right things at the right time. And when you do the right things at the right time, you will actually feel that sense of balance that you've been looking for. And here's the great news. You get to decide what the right things are. So for the mom listening right now, and she's got a newborn, and she feels consumed with diapers and feedings and waking up in the night with her baby, that's right right now. But that doesn't define her. It doesn't mean she'll never work out again. She'll never have a career again. She'll never see her friends again. She'll never have a clean house again. It's just what's right right now, keeping this tiny human alive. And when you can define what is right for you right now and you can do it, then you free yourself of all the guilt that nags at you of all the things you aren't doing. Of course, you're not doing them. They're not right right now. Mm-hmm. But when you can do what's right right now, you feel that sense of balance that you've been looking for. And it looks a whole lot more like peace and confidence and a sense that things are right in your world. But if we feel like that we've got this pressure to do everything, we're always going to feel out of balance. And so I love helping people define what that looks like for them, understand what's right for them right now. And that gives themselves, that gives them permission to say no to everything that's not right right now. And it also frees them up to actually enjoy what is right right now uh, while they're living it. How good is Christy? So good. I'm sorry to interrupt her, but I do want to thank a show sponsor, and that is Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. With clinically proven formulas, not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. I know I've been trying to clean up my beauty routine, and Thrive Cosmetics really helps me take all the guesswork out of it because they never test on animals, they're made without parabens, sulfates, and I just know I can trust this brand. Plus, these beauty products actually work. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, and you guys, I'm not all about like the fake eyelash look, but these are the perfect balance of lengthening my eyelashes and making them just look beautiful. The other thing I'm really loving is the Brilliant Eye Brightener. Have you heard me talk about how Cooper wakes up every other hour during the night? I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted and my bags under my eyes are showing it. I'm not embarrassed by them, but certainly I want to look a little more rested and the brilliant eye brightener is definitely doing that. I've been also using their three-in-one cleanser and really liking that as well. You guys, Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission. 
Their motto is bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer. So not only are you getting quality products in your purchase, you are also making a difference. Doesn't that feel good? So if you have a choice, let's shop from Thrive Cosmetics. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best I've ever used and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're gonna love them as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com EMP for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash E-M-P for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash E-M-P. Thank you to Thrive for supporting the show. Now let's get back to it with Christy. Okay, everyone is undoubtedly giving you a standing ovation right now and are so (laughs) grateful for this book because why do we need somebody else to give us permission for this? But we do. It is so, it's so crazy. It really is. I know, and I... And I try not to even, I'm careful with that word because I'm like, I don't want to feel like I, right. I don't You're even the use the word power sure. because I'm like, I, you have the power. I don't give you power. Yeah. But I think sometimes you do need a cheerleader. Yeah. You know, you need like a, you need a, um, someone in your corner, like that's just getting you a hype girl in your corner going, you got this, you can do this. You're doing a good job. And, uh, and I think we all need that. And I, I tried to, through this book, be that cheerleader, but also be the coach and guide that says, Hey, you want to do the right things at the right time. Here's how you do it. Here are the five practical steps that if you do this, you will feel balanced. Right. And it's not just having somebody tell us that we're allowed to choose our priorities and to choose what balance looks like to us. It's also a matter of modeling, right? Like we talk a lot on this show about like modeling for our kids, healthy behavior, healthy conflict management, healthy self-care, all these things. And it goes so much deeper than just, you know, what we tell our kids. It really is what we're showing. And for us in our communities, in our friends, in our churches, in our schools, all these places where we show up as women, are, are other women looking at us, seeing us striving and pulling our hair out, but showing up to everything? Or are we that representation of of this this healthy balance that really just looks like stability and not that we're doing it for anybody else but what a gift we can give other people instead of just telling other people they're allowed to do it show them what that what that piece looks like i mean it's it's faith basically too well and that's just that is such a powerful example because when you do it you not only encourage other others to do it indirectly by your actions but you show them that it's possible yeah. And then they start to go, oh, maybe I can do it too. You know, I work for Ramsey Solutions and we help millions of Americans get out of debt. I can't tell you how many people that follow their debt-free journey because of our plan and then their family and friends do the same thing because they watch them do it. Not because they told them, but because they simply watched them. Mm. And, you know, I think especially for those listening, the the moms listening, um, in relation to time management, there is this um, dance that we have to do. And on the one hand, yes, you should take care of your kids. You should do what's right right now. If you're in a season of newborns, you're taking care of that baby and so on. Yes. And often humans swing to the extremes. You know, we don't, we don't do the middle well. We're either working out every day or eating Oreos by the sleeve on the couch doing nothing. <laughs> we don't do the middle really well. And so I've noticed a lot of moms, and I have certainly been guilty of this, so let me just say that full disclosure here, but we sw- swing to the um, – the extreme of making our kids our universe. Mm. 
-hmm. and they believe the axis of the world goes to the center of their head. And if they yell snack, we have to jump at their every beck and call. We have to do every coloring sheet they want to do. We have to braid their hair in the exact moment they want their hair braided. And, and if not, we feel like we're a bad mom. And I think that there's this dance in the middle of, yes, you care for your kids and you care for yourself. So something I started um, a while back, you know, months ago, I got my morning routine kind of dialed in. I wake up about 15 to 30 minutes before my kids. Um, if I'm not working out, I still wake up about 15 to 30 minutes just to wake up as me, which I could, if I could give your mom listeners one piece of advice, <laughs> wake up before your children. Newborn moms, you're exempt from this, but just wake up before your children, even if it's 15 minutes, because there's something so powerful about waking up as you, not waking up as mom, not waking up to, he looked at me wrong, I need milk, where are my clothes? Just wake up as you. Right. And then you remember that you are you, by the way, before your kids, and even while you have kids. Um, but my son Conley, my middle son Conley, started waking up super early. It was like he just had this sixth sense when I was awake, and he would come downstairs and interrupt <laughs> this wonderful sacred time I had created. And so I just started training him. Like, he is used to waking up, and he wants a snack and a show. That's the first thing. And I just started training him, and I said, oh, no, Mommy's doing her Bible time. I was like, this is my Bible time, so you can sit here quietly or you can go back to bed. And the first few days, it was a fight. I mean, it was a real fight. It's like, no, I want a snack. I want a snack because he was used to his morning routine, which is wake up and get Cheerios or whatever it is. But but now, now after, after really practicing this and me not feeling guilt for not giving him whatever he wants whenever he wants it, I am modeling for him, even for my four-year-old. So this morning, he came downstairs when I was doing my quiet time, when I was doing my Bible study. And I'm sitting on the deck and he literally just sat down next to me and he, he tried again. He said, I want a snack. I said, no, it's Bible time. He said, okay, after Bible time. And that child sat there in silence hmm. while I did my Bible time. Now, are all kids like that? No. Is he always like that? No. Is it a perfect formula? No. But we do have a responsibility and opportunity to train others, whether that's our children, our spouse, friends, coworkers, bosses, to what to expect of us. And so to your point of modeling it, Sometimes we can even model it for others and make sure that, um, especially our children, don't think the world revolves around them. I love it. I love it when it's date night with my husband because every time my children are shocked, like as if we've never gone on a date before. And we do this probably every few weeks. I mean, we do it somewhat regularly. And they're like, what do you mean? Why, don't, why can't we go? Well, why wouldn't you want us to go? We're like, mommy and daddy are going on a date. We just like spend time just, we love each other and we spend time just, just they're like, huh. They're like mystified. <laughs> that we could ever want to do anything without them, but they need that. Women, moms, they need that. Your children need to know they are not the center of their, your universe. They need to see you love your spouse. They need to see you spend time with God if you're a believer. They need to see you work out. They need to see you do things that don't involve them. They need to have other people besides you care for them. And so I think that is just such a healthy, it gives you freedom as a mom to, to shake that guilt because you realize this is actually good for everyone when I teach and train my children that the entire world does not revolve around them. Right. And and for, for people listening, like, and for myself included, like, loving and raising great kids and into great adults is a value of mine. But you get to define how that looks. And it doesn't have to look with jumping at their every request and, and filling their every need ahead of your own. It can, you can still value that above all else. Like, you can value family and your children, but it can also be you're teaching them these important life principles of, of patience, of independence, of, you know, fill in the blank that, that 
fully fulfills the value that you're prioritizing, but it's not at the expense of other things. That is the best way to raise a great adult is to realize the world does not revolve around you. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Seriously. So can we go back to early motherhood uh, for just a second? So you had this flourishing, incredible career, go, go, go. And like you said, when you birth a child, you kind of birth mom guilt as well. Did you have any sense of guilt or kind of like a microscope on you and your every move before you had kids? Like, were you worried about what people thought of you? Were you worried that you were doing enough? These things that are so common among mothers, was that even a thought process of yours before? And then how did it evolve once you had kids? Yeah, it's so interesting. I I mean, I think I had a normal level of thinking about what other people think of me before kids. Maybe even less than most because anybody that's into Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 8, so I'm kind of like, I'm going to do what I want to, <laughs> and if people don't like it, that's okay because it's not their life. Like, that's my <laughs> life. Right. Like, someone doesn't like how I do something, I'm like, cool, well, it's not your life, so you don't really get a say. That's kind of <laughs> can be a bad thing as well. Let me go ahead and say that. But when you become a mom, there's no playbook that right and so I think you question everything like you're like am I doing the right thing all you want to do is the right thing and you don't know what the right thing is and in many cases there's not one right thing what's right for one mom is different than what's right for another mom and what's right for one child is different than what's right for another child and and you see this come out in really dangerous ways with the mom judgment mom wars and I think that whatever insecurity we have in us of the fear of not doing the right thing for this perfect little child that we want to, to do everything right for is only exacerbated when we have women giving us dirty looks across the store or saying something on social media or whatever. And then it reinforces that fear we already have that we're not doing the right thing. And so I think it takes, um, I think it takes community around you to help you make the best decision and, and protect against that fear. I think it also takes, um, I mean, obviously you need to learn and read parenting books and decide for yourself. Uh, but it also takes a deep level of confidence because no one knows your child better than you do. Um, we have incredible intuition, uh, as mothers. And so did I feel guilty? Yes. I tell several stories in the book. I tell the story about when I dropped my son off at daycare for the first time, my oldest son, he was four months old. And I bawled my eyes out the whole way. Like, I, like my eyes are burning right now, even thinking of it. And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the time that I was in California for a speaking event on his second birthday. Like, that's a reality of our time is finite. And when you have a lot of things going on, there are going to be uh, times when you don't get to do everything you want to do at the same time. My work schedule does not perfectly align around my children's events. And so there are going to be times. Now, did I celebrate with my son the weekend before? Yes. Did he know I wasn't there on his second birthday? No. Will he ever remember that? No. And I still cried in the green room, cried my eyes out with my, my headset mic on about to go on stage because that, that is in us as moms. It's in us because we love our children so deeply. But the one call that I would have, like the, the challenge, the call for everyone listening is the best possible thing that you can do is have grace. And I know that we know that word, but here's what I mean by that. Not just have grace for yourself when you fall short or when you're unsure or when you make a decision, you're not sure about the decision, not just that, but have grace for other women doing things differently. 
because mm-hmm. the more that you have grace for other women doing things differently, the easier it will be to have grace for yourself. You can't offer something you don't have. And so practice it both ways. Practice it for yourself and practice it with others. Women that are absolutely hell-bent that the only way to feed your baby is breastfeeding, consider (laughs) that you don't know what that mom with the bottle is going through. Mm -hmm. Consider that she has a different story or circumstance that doesn't have anything to do with you. And by the way, it's her baby. (laughs) The women that are working outside the home, have grace for the stay-at-home mom. That's what's right for her. For the women staying home, have grace for the working moms outside the home. That's what's right for her. For the women that spank and the women that don't and the women that are gluten-free and vegan and all the things, it doesn't matter. It's not your baby. Hmm. Have grace for women doing things different than you because you have a family and you can make whatever decisions you want to make about your children and just know that those are hers and she's doing what's right for her. But what I found is the reason that we're so quick to judge other people with decisions different from our own is that we're not completely comfortable in our own choices. We've got that insecurity. We've got that doubt. And so we judge and shame and point fingers and blame, trying to boost ourselves up, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and convince ourselves we're okay and we're right. And I think if we could just all level to the point of grace and go, I'm doing the best I can and she's doing the best she can. And, and what I think we need a whole lot more of is grace and forgiveness, not judgment and shame. And I, I would be amazed at how much the guilt would dissipate if women could do that for each other. Hey everyone, I wanted to thank a show sponsor and that is Uprising Food. This is a new brand to me and I am so excited to tell you all about them because moms, we are all making our kids lunches again. And if you're like me, I don't love just throwing a bag of chips in there, but that's what our kids really want. That is why I think Uprising Food is so amazing because this is an innovative food company that is really helping us to get our kids on a track of eating healthier food choices. It's as simple as that. We need to retrain their palate to want the things that are good for them. So I tried their superfood chips and you guys, there's two net carbs per serving. They are delicious. I love their sea salt flavor and they're kind of like the consistency of the bread pieces in a Chex mix, but these are packed with incredible ingredients. They're made with almonds, flaxseed, egg whites, apple cider vinegar, MCT oil, olive oil, sea salt, water, baking powder, and there's no grains, dairy, soy, corn, or rice. So if your child has food sensitivities or you're just trying to pack more nutrients into the food that they're going to be eating, this is a way to do it. Uprising's mission is really to liberate us from the fundamentally broken food system that's really stealing our health from us. We don't even realize how our normal operational way is really operating under brain fog and fatigue and obesity numbers are going through the roof, especially with our youth. And we need to get this under control so they can live happy, healthy lives. So put those chips in your kid's lunchbox and you don't have to feel bad because they are made with real superfood ingredients. They also have bread products that are perfect for your morning toast and I want you to give them a try. Uprising Food is offering our listeners $10 off the starter bundle. That includes two superfood cubes and a four pack of freedom chips to try. Go to uprisingfood.com slash EEP and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's U-P-R-I-S-I-N-G 
foodcom slash EEP to get $10 off your first purchase of the starter bundle. I totally recommend starting with the starter bundle like I did because you can try out the wide variety of their products and you can see what your family loves the best. Let's retrain our palates and get some good nutrients in our kids' bellies, especially from a young age. We want them to want good food. Thanks, Uprising. You are so right that the things we get most defensive about are the things that we're actually insecure about. And so what if we spent that time instead of stewing, and we've all done this, we, we, we're on the hamster wheel in our mind of like recounting a conversation we have and how we should have said something differently, what we, we should have said in response to so-and-so saying something to us or how we handled a situation with our kids. But what if we just poured that into okay, what is this saying about me that this is affecting me so much? It's not about what they said, but it's about what it's bringing out in you and how can we release some of that, I don't know, feeling of accountability that we think we have to the whole world when we're really just doing the best we can. And you're right, it boils down to grace. It's so funny too because I remember before I had kids, and I bet every single woman listening can relate to this, before I had kids, I'd be out in public. And there would be some child acting crazy. Yep. And I would think, I will never (laughs) let my kids act like that. I will never, you know, let them behave like that. And then you have kids. And you realize that they're tiny terrors on their own. They have their own personality. They are not robots. And they don't do everything that you want. Also, if you have children, anyone listening right now that has a child that either has special needs or developmentally delayed or particular challenges, mm-hmm. then you know that no one knows what it's like to be in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And I have been out in public and I have seen moms look at me of what I'm allowing my son Conley to do that is that is giving him a sense of grounding, giving him a sense of security and his anxiety that is absolutely okay and right for him. And other women look at me like, you're just letting him lay on the floor? Mm-hmm. You're just letting him, like, I can see it in their eyes. You're just, and I've had people say something like, Your child's on the floor. He's laying on the floor of the bowling alley. And in my mind, I'm going, these balls dropping are so loud to him. Hmm. For him to get to enjoy the bowling alley, which he really enjoys, this is something that in his sensory challenges makes him feel secure. Hmm. No one knows what it's like to what that other mom is going through. And so it's just when we remember that, we remember, hey, wait a minute, maybe I don't have the full context. Hey, wait a minute, this is not my child. Hey, wait a minute, she's doing the best she can. I think it just gives us such an opportunity because to your point, Jessica, the, uh, what I've noticed is insecurity is loud. Insecurity yells, insecurity points fingers, confidence, confidence is quiet. Confidence can tip your chin a little higher, put a smile on your face and go, it's okay. I got it. It's okay. Confidence does not have to get back in someone's face. doesn't have to throw the other stone or point another finger. Confidence, confidence is quiet. Insecurity is usually the loud ones. So I have an 11, a 9, a 5, or 6-year-old today. Yeah, I have one of my son's birthdays. And then yeah. I have a newborn. So I'm in this phase of waking up yeah, so many times. And so, it. yes. And it's so fun having big kids and a baby because you get to really enjoy the baby. And I've just said so many times how grateful I am to get to do this baby thing again because I'm approaching it with such a different mindset. And yes. my house, you know, is kept clean to a different standard and meals are cooked to a different standard and all these things because I'm just really identifying for myself what this season can look like for our family and it is totally okay and it 
And I put it into such a narrower box before and I'm enjoying this time so, so much more. And it doesn't mean I'm doing it any better. Like I'm not a better parent to this fourth son that I have, but I am enjoying it. Like I'm taking back my time in a way that just says like, this is how I'm going to spend my time right now. And that is freedom. And that is peace. And that is true fulfillment. And to the outside world, it may look like, oh, whoa, like the Dahlquists have really let their house go (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) But like, this is how I'm choosing. And I'm just being really intentional about it. And I think that's the whole point, isn't it? Like just the intention you put behind giving, yeah, attention to what you think is most important in that season. And it will adjust as the days go by. Well, you make a really good point because you I would be willing to bet, Jessica, you're experiencing your fourth baby because you had such a break and mostly because you know this doesn't last forever. Yes. Because yes. you have the nine-year-old, yes. you have the 11-year-old, and you see how quick it goes. But for the mom that that's their first, they feel like it will last forever. And that's the reason I talk about that in the book and the chapter on seasons. So often we feel like our season defines us. Our season's going to last forever. And if it's a hard season, that can be really discouraging. And we tend to to always wish it away. Oh, just the next season when we're in high school, we want to be in college. When we're in college, we want to, you know, be out on our own, make our own money. When we're in our twenties, we want to be married. When we're, you know, all, it's always the next thing. And, and I talk about that country song, you're going to miss this Hmm. because we often focus on the good in our past, but the pain in our present. And if we can flip that and focus on the good in our present, then we not only allow ourselves to experience our life, we allow ourselves to enjoy it while we're in it not just when it's over and we look back fondly on those memories. And so I love how you're doing that now because you're doing it probably with a new level of of intentionality because you know how quick it goes. Yes. Boom. That is so right. Christy, I just want everyone to have your book. Tell everybody where they can get (laughs) Take Back Your Time because we all need this, especially this is coming out at the beginning of the school year. Hopefully our kids are back. It's going to look different depending upon where you're listening to this, but Take back your time. You deserve it. This life is too short. These seasons are too short to do anything but this. So where can people find it? Oh, thank you so much. It's christywright.com, Christy with an H and Wright with a W. And it's Take Back Your Time, the guilt-free guide to life balance. I always ask my guests one final question, Christy, and it's this. What would you tell your pre-motherhood self? You're doing a good job. I actually tell this story in the book of when my husband walked into the nursery when I had Carter, he's my oldest, and he was two two months old or so, and I was just crying out because I couldn't get him to nurse. And he walked in the door and he just said those five words to me. And I get teared up even, even mm-hmm. reliving that. He said, you're doing a good job. And he just kept saying it. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. And what was so powerful about those words is it wasn't a compliment. It wasn't a surface level compliment that tried to make me feel good. He was speaking a truth over me. And the only way to cut through the lies in our head that we're not doing a good job is with the truth. And that to every woman listening is the truth about you. You are doing a good job. Thanks. Thanks, Christy. I am doing a good job. Thank you. And you're doing a good job, Christy. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I hope everyone picks up your book and best wishes in this new school year. We're all all in it together and we're going to do a great job this year. (laughs) I love it. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks for having me.